Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. If you haven't gotten your coffee yet, you know the drill. Put me on pause. I'll meet you on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. Hope you have your coffee and you're ready to get started. First, I'm going to give you our scripture passage for the week, and it's found in Philippians chapter 4 starting at chapter 11 or at verse 11. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. That is Philippians chapter 4 verses 11 through 12. One of my favorite scriptures. and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. First, I have to apologize for those of you who listened to this podcast first because I did not realize that it had cut off like almost all of this podcast. So I am re-recording so that you get the full the full pod- podcast. Um, thank you to my husband who called me or texted me and said, this isn't, it's not all there. There's only five minutes. It should be about 22, 23 minutes. So we're going to redo this. And I hope that it will um, give you something that you can grab onto and use. So we are going to talk about praise and peace. Now I, I'll get to that scripture, but there's a scripture that talks about um, having a peace that surpasses all understanding. And if you haven't felt that peace, I recommend you spend more time with the Lord because I didn't get it at first. It took a while, but now whatever circumstance I'm in, my husband and I are in, we have a peace. We may not we may not like what's going on. It may not feel good, but that's the flesh. In the spirit, we have this peace, this calm. And I'll tell you one of um one of the best ways to get that peace if you're in turmoil is to praise God. Several years ago, many moons ago, I went into the emergency room with appendicitis and I had never had a surgery before and so I was really nervous and I just decided to sing some praise songs and I was in there for quite a while because the doctor that was on call didn't want to come in sent me through extra tests and they had to call in another doctor it was was kind of a mess but through it all I had a peace because I just kept singing one song because it's the only song I knew because I was a pretty new Christian And I just felt this overwhelming peace. I didn't feel the fear anymore. I knew that God was gonna take care of me. Now, I'm not gonna say that the fear will always go away. Fear, it's just a part of our flesh, right? We have a hard time setting that aside, even though in the Bible it says, do not fear. But through my concern, through the circumstance, I just felt this peace within me, this It is, it's something that surpasses all understanding because it's not a peace like peace and quiet. It's a peace and it's a hope and a belief in that hope, if that makes sense. So I have several scriptures here. I'm gonna go ahead and read a few of them. Um, This one is, my looks like I got a little mixed up here. So my first one is Psalm 150 and it's a short, short chapter, but we're gonna read the whole thing. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for the mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and, and harp. Praise, with, praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and, and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's Psalm 150. And I do not have a great singing voice. Well, that's probably an understatement if you ask my family. <laughs> but you know what? In that, he said, praise him with clanging cymbals. If your voice sounds like clanging cymbals, it's okay because we're supposed to praise him through that, right? So whatever your voice Praise him. Whatever your situation, praise him. If he's if something great is going on in your life, praise him for it. And if something is is hard for you right now, something circumstances are really, really hard for you, and a lot of people are in that position this year, this has been a crazy year. And we're not done yet. But if you just focus on the circumstances, then you're just gonna get more, more anxiety. But if you start singing some praise songs, turn on some praise music, you will start to feel a peace that you have not, if you have not yet felt it is unbelievably amazing. So I encourage you in whatever circumstance that you praise the Lord. And that's hard to do when you're going through something hard. But I, what I do is I say, Lord, I thank you for this situation because I know that you're going to grow me through it. Right? Psalm 717 says, I will give to the Lord the thanks due his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. That's Psalm 717. Psalm 92 says, I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Psalm 92. I, I also was going to mention that praise and peace are mentioned so many times in the Bible that you can find so many scriptures about it. Praise 238 script, scripture with the word praise. Let me see here. Um, Psalm 35, 28 says, then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Psalm 56, four says, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? And Psalm 57, 9 says, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. And Psalm 63, 3 says, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. Is that not true? His steadfast love, his unfailing love is so much better than the life we live without it. I, I don't know how long you've been a Christian. I know that my husband and I became Christians around 20 years, 20, 25 years ago. And so our life that we lived then was worthless. But him and his peace and his steadfast love is worth everything. So praise will bring about peace. We talked about that, but I am going to give you some peace scriptures and then I'm going to talk for a little bit. 
because I just like to do that. It is my podcast, right? So the, wor the word peace is found 361 times in the Bible. Now I'm, I'm looking at the um, ESV version. So maybe your version even has more or less, but it's right around there. So Psalm 57, nine says, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, the, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. Oh, I read that already, I'm sorry. We're going down to peace, whoops. Um, Proverbs 3, two says, for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. And Ephesians chapter four, verses one through three says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Now that scripture was, was from Paul while he's in prison. I mean, he was imprisoned and he is still finding peace within that. And he's praising within that. So whatever circumstance you're in, you can still find a way to praise God and to find that peace. Next scripture is Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And I think this was our, our scripture passage last week. So interesting that it pops up again, but rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So that's the praise. Let your reasonableness be, be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So reason, I'm sorry, rejoice is praise, thanksgiving is praise, those are both in there. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that is the peace I was talking about. It's not an earthly peace. It's a peace that makes no sense when you're in the situation. And there's another scripture just right after that that I would like to share because when we are going through tough stuff, when things, when all we really want to do is throw a pity party or get mad, this is what we're supposed to do. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So when we're going through something really hard, if we think about those things instead of our circumstance, so find something that is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, of excellence, worthy of praise. Anything that you can find, even if it's just a small nugget, think on that thing. Remove your mind from just feeling so overwhelmed in a circumstance and think on those things. And as we think on the positive things, we start to believe positive things. Um, I have a couple more scriptures here. And then we're, we're just going to chat. So, Philip, I'm sorry, Colossians 3, chapter, verses 12 through 15. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, 
bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has give, forgiven you. So you also must forgive, and above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. So if we have something that we are feeling just negative about we need to forgive the person who did that we talked a lot about um, some abuse situations last week and believe me i understand when i say to pray for them and forgive them that that seems an insurmountable type of a thing it just seems like it's unrealistic that you could do that but i'm telling you that forgiveness when you forgive somebody it's not about you it's about them I'm sorry, it's not about them, it's about you. I said that backwards. So if you forgive somebody, it starts taking that bitterness out of you. Because if you hang on to unforgiveness and anger and hurt, all of that eventually becomes bitterness. And bitterness is not a place you can be in a, in a happy marriage. You can't have bitterness and joy at the same time. You have to let the bitterness go to find the forgiveness and the joy and the hope and the peace that God has. Because as long as you hang on to it, you have that turmoil inside of you. So I am imploring you, if you have been hurt, no matter what degree, that you forgive whoever hurt you. And they don't get off the hook. God still, God still knows what they did. They're not getting off the hook. But you are getting out of the situation that you're in of bitterness and anger. Okay, last one here is Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been justified in, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's Romans 5.1. So I've given you the, the scriptures, and sometimes you read the scriptures and you're like, okay, yeah, I read it in here, but I don't know how to put it into my life. And if you are a, a Christian who's been a Christian for a while, you know that those scriptures are living breathing words of God. And so you, if you take and you take on those praise and peace scriptures, and you can find your own praise and peace scriptures and find ways to just be content with where you are, then it will be a completely different outlook, but it takes time. If you go back and I always suggest if you haven't, if you're new to the podcast, that you go back and listen to season one episode, I believe it's seven and eight, it will say it's our story, and you'll understand what we went through and what we've come through with God. And then there's a later one that is a podcast with my son, who is open and honest about what it was like growing up in our home when it was complete chaos, and it was, it was just horrible. And what what the effects have been since and what the positives have been since so I suggest that you go and read that or listen to that because if you listen to that you understand I'm not just throwing things out here we lived it I lived in bitterness towards my husband for so long our marriage was absolutely in the toilet and if you go read that you'll see how God came in because we allowed it God came in and and 
didn't just mend our marriage. He added to it. He built it up bigger. I mean, our love for each other is something both of us have said we never, ever expected to have this kind of love. But, and I say have this kind of love, but I don't have it. I give it. He doesn't have it. He gives it. And when we're constantly loving each other through action, then things change. And that's when that peace starts to come. When you trust in the process of loving your spouse. And loving your spouse doesn't just mean saying, love you, bye. That's not loving. That's just a word that you throw out. Loving is doing something pleasant for them. Taking on a chore that they normally do. It can be anything, big or small. It doesn't have to be, oh, we go on this big trip and we spend a bunch of money. It could be simply that you have dinner waiting for your spouse when they come home with a candle burning and you looking your best in your best clothes, you've got your makeup and hair done, just to show them how much you love them. It could be a picnic. It could be some flowers that you picked out of the garden. It could be so many things. It could be just positive statements to them. And instead of saying, love you, say, I love you because, and answer that, respond to that. And I know when you're in the worst of it, you can imagine doing that and you don't think it's gonna do anything, right? And I will tell you, my husband did this for a full year, he loved on me. If you know anything about Fireproof or the Love Dare, that came out after this happened. But he lived the love dare. He, did, he didn't have a book, he just did it. He just did some, like he just loved on me. He, was, he didn't yell at me anymore. He talked to me calmly and with peace and that right there was huge. He also got me little gifts or wrote me little notes or he did all kinds of things to show me that he loves me. And that's what we do now is we show each other that we love each other. For a long time, I, I wouldn't even think about making his breakfast or his lunch for tomorrow. And something changed because I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that to show him how much I love him. And I, it's kind of funny, Jim, I love you so much, you know that. When I came home last night because I was babysitting our grandsons, while our daughter did a training and and her husband had a call that he does every week with a dear friend of his and so I came and watched the boys and when I got back home he said don't worry about lunch I already made it and part of me was like that is so beautiful thank you that you took that time to do that and part of it was wait that's that's my gift to you <laughs> but he was giving that gift right back so when I got home and I was tired and I still needed to record the podcast and he took care of something that I then didn't need to do. And that's, that's love. When you do things for your spouse that just brings them joy. And that in turn will lead you to praise God for what's going on. And you will begin to have that peace, especially if you pray for forgiveness. I, I had to forgive my husband. He was not pleasant. As he put it, he was a bully. No, I think he said a bull. I don't remember. He said he was horrible. And 
I would have to agree. But when we made this change, when God started changing us, I had to forgive him for everything that he did, everything that he said. And that's when it freed me to feel the ability to love him. And I wanted to praise God for everything he was doing in our lives. I had such a peace in our marriage, in our family. It was just beautiful and it still is. So I'm gonna pray for you guys. This changed a little bit from my first recording that didn't actually record, I guess. Um, but I wanted you to know kind of some situations I've been in where that peace came from praising. And I also wanted you to have some hope in your marriages. So I challenge you this week to do at least two things for your spouse that they would be amazed by or shocked by. So. I'm going to pray you out and then I'm going to do just a little housekeeping. Father God, I just ask that you work in everyone's lives who's listening to this and that you work in my own life and my husband's life while he's listening. Um, I just ask you to, to have your will within us and that you show us areas that we still have unforgiveness and areas where we can love our spouse better. And that will give us peace and it will help us to praise you. And we should praise you in any circumstance because you are God and you are amazing. I thank you and I love you and I, I just pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now for housekeeping, um, if you want to reach me, you can email me at unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com or you could send me a message on Facebook at unfailinglovewithkim or you can leave a voicemail on the Anchor app or if you're on the website at anchor.fm slash unfailinglovewithkim, you can leave a voicemail there. Or you can call this number and leave me a voicemail. It's 509-582-5085. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a blessed one.